Welcome to Home and Classroom Shorties, where we update you on what's happening and share a bright idea or two in 15 minutes or less. I'm Claire. And I'm Kate. Hi, Claire. Hello. Hello. I wanted to start this episode a little differently than we usually do and ask you a question. Okay. What is your favorite memory of play? Oh, okay. That's a good question. If I had to pick, I would probably say one of my favorite memories of play is playing the hot lava game with my brother. Ooh, that's a good one. (laughs) So growing up, actually, in our family room, my mom had this, like, burnt orange carpet. (laughs) Perfect. So it was, like, perfect color, everything. Um, And I remember my brother and I would, like, take all the couch cushions, throw it on the floor, hop on all the chairs, like, trying to fly from one chair to the couch and the next. And then it would turn into, let's see who can avoid the lava the longest Mm -hmm. so that was really fun and i always like think that is fun that's such a universal yeah play scenario like i I remember doing that with my brother so mine is i think if i had to pick my favorite memory of plays like the pretend play that we would do Mm -hmm. so i had an uncle that was an auto mechanic and i've always been fascinated with sort of like going under the car and tinkering around. I had no idea. I still have no idea what goes on under there. (laughs) But the little platform that you would lay your back on and Mm -hmm. wheel under. So we used to play, my brother and I would um, go under the coffee table in the living room. And that coffee table was our car. And so we would get under there and fix the car. And we would use pens and pencils as our tools. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. The underside of the coffee table was covered with graffiti that I I can only imagine what that looked like I'm not sure my mom ever knew or if she did she never said anything fixing the parts together with pieces of gum all that stuff (laughs) right and I discovered if you erase things while laying under the coffee table the eraser shavings will drop down in your eyes (laughs) but that that was always my favorite is sort of that pretend Mm -hmm. play and sort of working, working on cars which you know mm-hmm. that still that's just a pretend thing for me but oh, <laughs> that yeah. was fun that was fun I so, like that yeah so the reason I asked is since we're we're just about halfway through our 30 days of play we thought it would be nice to focus this episode entirely on play what a great idea we celebrate 30 days of play every November Right Side Up has declared this a special time to explore the value of play and how essential it is for early childhood development Right. And so to prepare for this episode, I did a little bit of snooping. I went and poking around in our trainer educator files and documents to see what information they share on play. Uh, And here's what I learned. Play allows children to use their creativity while developing their imagination, dexterity, physical, cognitive and emotional strength. Play is important to healthy brain development. It's through play that children engage and interact in the world around them from a very early age. And young children can develop many skills through the power of play, like language, emotion, creativity, and social skills. Ultimately, play is how children learn. What you just shared actually reminds me of a quote from Mr. Rogers. Play is often talked about as if it were a relief from serious learning. But for children, play is serious learning. 
Did you know that in Rochester, there's a museum called the Strong Museum of Play, and that's where the National Toy Hall of Fame is housed? And last week, the 2022 inductees were welcomed into the Hall of Fame. That's right. The Spinning Top, Masters of the Universe, and Lightbright have been inducted into the National Toy Hall of Fame. The honorees have been chosen from a field of 12 finalists that also included Bingo, Briar Horses, Nerf, the Pinata, and the Spirograph. Oh my gosh, the Spirograph. I know, right? Uh, all of these are well-deserving. They, they, Any one of them could be inducted, and that would be great. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I love the Spirograph. What we really love about the toys that get inducted to the Hall of Fame each year is that there's always a nod to the simple toys. The staples of childhood, so to speak, like the top, which has been around since ancient times. In the past years, the Hall of Fame has also inducted simple toys like the rubber ball, jump rope, and kite. And then my favorite part, they also have inducted items that are not necessarily toys, but play favorites like the cardboard box, which was inducted in 2005, and the blanket in 2011. I love that. We talked about that idea on a past episode. We had linked to an article by Janet Lansbury called Unexpected Toy Finds, where she shares tips and observations around introducing household items into children's play. And and we can link to that again in our show notes. And going back to one of this year's inductees, the top. Did you know the ancient people of Greece and Rome amused themselves with toys resembling the spinning tops? Mm. And archaeologists have even found a 5,000-year-old clay top in Iraq and 3,000-year-old whip tops in China. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> when children play with tops, they work on skills like pincher grasp, in-hand manipulation, and hand-eye coordination. And we found a fun little DIY top you can make yourself using just a plastic bottle top and a penny. We will link to that website in our show notes. Speaking of finding DIY ideas and inspiration on the web, Claire and I challenged each other with a playful scavenger hunt using only Brightside Up's website and social media pages to see who could find more playful ideas. Yeah, that's right. Challenge accepted. And here is what I found. So I went straight to our YouTube page and found all the videos we have produced with the ideas for play. We had soccer pillars, tutus, light tables, sock babies, fleece balls, tracking tubes, wrinkly rings, amazing capes, and the Bond With Me video where we learn about the emotional bond that happens when we play with bubbles. That's nine. Okay, what did you find? Okay, well, I went straight to our website and I went in the sandbox and I clicked straight into the bright ideas section. I found no cook Play-Doh and Ooblick videos, tip cards for simple games called trying textures, this or that, and freeze and find, plus kids in the kitchen. And in the magazine, I found articles in home and classroom called three simple changes to encourage imagination from volume eight, supporting purposeful play in volume four, Plus, the entire imagination and toy issues are volumes 7 and 12. That's 10. And if you count the articles from those two issues individually, it's way more. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. I guess you win. (laughs) But we haven't even listed everything. We also have past podcast episodes like our Kodos Kids and our Vroom episodes. And from the special A Day in the Life series, we talked about forts, climbing, cardboard boxes, and non-toy items like stainless bowls and Tupperware. Plus, there's tons of information from our friends at Vroom, helping turn everyday moments into learning opportunities through fun tips, games, and playful adventures. 
And one last resource we have to mention is the education team here at Brightside Up. Raquel, Emily, Jackie, Colleen, and Alfred. Is that everyone? And Jenny. Oh, Jenny, yeah. <laughs> Plus, the infant, toddler, and mental health teams. They will drop everything to talk to you about play in our homes or classrooms. Before we move on to our bright ideas, we do have a couple of quick announcements. First, our finance specialist, Kirsten Kennedy, would like to announce that starting November 18th, that's tomorrow, you can join her via Zoom daily from 1 to 2 p.m. to discuss the Stabilization 2.0 application, Expense Report 1, and Expense Report 2. This is a great opportunity to get one-on-one assistance, ask questions, or address any concerns you have about the Workforce Support Grant. On November 29th, you're invited to attend our in-person training called Demystifying IFSPs and IEPs. This is a free opportunity hosted by our own Rebecca Del Judas. You'll learn about our role on the special education team and how to empower families to know their rights and gain a deeper understanding of early intervention. You can find those and more training on our website. We also wanted to point out that last week we had mentioned our friend Beth St. Dennis would be here talking about professional development. That interview has been rescheduled for our December 1st episode, so be sure to tune in then and we'll be covering all things regarding professional development. If you have something you'd like us to cover, please feel free to email. And now for some bright ideas. With the cold weather newly upon us, we wanted to highlight our forts, tent cities, and hideaways article from our imagination issue of Home and Classroom. In this article written by Mary Miranda, Mary explains how the summer spent playing in her fort expanded her social and emotional skills and built up her self-esteem as she solved problems through play, all while building the fort with her brothers. Mary writes, quote, Our fort provided opportunities to work out concerns through play, such as what was happening with our babysitter's son who was drafted to Vietnam. We learned how to resolve conflicts and practice leadership skills, while also learning when to follow another person's idea. While Mary's fort was built outside, large forts can be built inside by draping blankets from the Hall of Fame, in Mm -hmm. between couch cushions, adding pillows for plushy seating, and bringing in toys for dramatic play. Provide children with materials they can use to build indoor forts and watch their imaginations run wild. For our second bright idea, we wanted to include a new fall recipe brought to us by our Veggie Kids Club. The sweet potato and black bean stew is the perfect meal for a cold day, especially when you're looking for a CACFP credible option. For ingredients you will need, vegetable oil, Mexican chili pepper, fresh onions, ground cumin, fresh sweet potatoes, canned low-sodium black beans, orange juice, low-sodium chicken stock, red wine vinegar, salt, ground pepper, and Swiss chard. First, you will need to heat vegetable oil in a large pot. Then cook the chili peppers and onions for 1-2 to minutes. Next, add cumin, sweet potatoes, black beans, orange juice, and chicken stock. You will want to bring this to a boil, cover, and then reduce heat to a low setting. Let this simmer for 20 minutes or until the potatoes are tender. Then remove the chili pepper and add vinegar, salt, and pepper. Finally, you will want to add the Swiss chard, cover again, and continue cooking until the Swiss chard is tendered. Enjoy making this comfort meal on a chilly day and encourage your little ones to help by washing and preparing the potatoes, along with washing and tearing the Swiss chard. You can find this recipe tip card in the Bright Ideas section of our website and scan the QR code for a video on our YouTube channel. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for a special Thanksgiving message from all of us here at Bright Side Up. 
everything we mentioned here on today's episode will be linked in our show notes. You can find that on our website and click on the sandbox and in home and classroom. Nice. Done. <laughs> oh, it wasn't recording. <laughs> That's what's happening this week. Find our show notes on our website at brightsideup.org. Click on home and classroom. Also look for our Instagram page at home and classroom on Instagram. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you for listening. By doing so, you're helping to create a world where all children are understood.